welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is Colin Galga. And I'm super excited to have you in The Sanctuary. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Israel, and I'm excited to see what we co-create and transpires in The Sanctuary. So, you know, you write, you have courses, and you have so much on the go. I keep wondering, how did this all begin for you, Colleen? Yeah. So, well, I had thyroid cancer at age 14. I was diagnosed and that really transformed my life in many ways. Um, but I suffered really for nine years until I was about 23 years old after diagnosed with cancer. I suffered from like my mind. I felt guilty that I was alive and I saw other children die. I just felt like there was something more I needed to always do with my life. Like it was never quite enough. My emotions were always kind of, um, sporadic maybe it was you know I I never really probably was grounded or understood why people didn't want deeper meaning in life from like a young age and I'd get like frustrated and angry and all these Mm. things and then you know um so until I was 23 that's when I really began to transform my life and I took responsibility that it was me who was suffering it was me who was causing these um not causing but I guess allowing these mindset um defaults and these mindset mess to occur and manifest in my reality. And so at 23, I left my six figure corporate job that I worked for and I moved across the world to New Zealand. And I really wanted to find myself, I guess I wanted to heal. I wanted to be well. And, um, when I was there, I committed to four hours of yoga and meditation a day while having another six figure job. That was a corporate job there. And I, began to heal my life. Um, I began to see like flashes of past stories and things and memories that happened in my life that were imprinting me to act out in certain ways due to past habits or past beliefs or past just experiences. Mm. Um, and so that's when I began to say like, okay, I really want to think how I can travel the world on my own. Mm. And then the idea came to me to write a book. And through my first book, Live Your Truth, um, I then hired a mentor to do uh, f- online funnels. I learned about funnels and everything from that world. And then I started helping people and they started learning from me and they started getting results from me. And so I went back and got my master's. Then naturally I did another book there. So I wrote another program, How to Write, Publish, Monetize Your Book. People saw I was manifesting, so I came up with another course, How to Become a Powerful Manifester, and I started just launching more and more courses. So now I have three books. I have over 20 online courses. Um, I'm a podcast host. I mean, I have, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of blogs or, you know, things that I've written on the social media, and I'm getting my PhD in psychology. So it's kind of crazy to think what's happened in just four years of my life in a way, but it's... um, it's a really beautiful experience as I've totally healed from Western medicine. I don't take, uh, the medication I was supposed to take every single day for the rest of my life. And I've had Mm -hmm. really no, um, uh, what's it called side effects or the effects that you're supposed to have with that. Um, and I also was actually able to have a pregnancy, um, without being on, um, the medication that should supplement my hormones. So it was a really, uh, exciting, I guess, process of how I got here, but it, um, was more just something that I felt called and led to do. And uh, I just got good at listening and taking action consistently over a period of time. Wow. 
wow <laughs> like my mind is it's parking everywhere and how was new zealand though when and why did you decide to move just like that's so far away from north america yeah so i traveled a lot at that time i'd already been to like 20 something countries and i lived in about three countries mm-hmm. besides the u.s so um, I'd been a lot to Europe, but I'd never been over to that side of the world. So I figured, okay, well, might as well go to that side of the world because I'd never been there. And um, I Googled visas and I always wanted to go to Australia, but I was like, well, I've never really heard of New Zealand or never thought about it. Like, I'll just try that. Worst thing is I'll just go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually, I mean, I love both, but I love New Zealand. Mm. And how was it leaving there? I mean, it was was heartbreaking. I was sad, but it's one of those things sometimes in life, you know, it's interesting because this is kind of happening in my life right now, (laughs) ironically, but, um, sometimes in life you love something or you can love someone or you can love an experience so much that you're staying, um, you want to stay somewhere, but there's a part of you that wants to evolve and Mm -hmm. that evolution requires growth. And sometimes that growth can't take place. Um, at the place that you love or the places that you are um, so happy in because growth is meant to be uncomfortable. So it was one of those places I was very sad to cut my time shorter than I thought I would be there. Mm. Um, But I know I will be back and I am very grateful for that country. Hmm. So yeah, you, you're right. Growth is difficult and uncomfortable. You know, same thing with change. And, but you've done a lot of growth in such a short amount of time and you've changed a lot like from your physical to your mental health and your business also what are some things that have helped you handle all that growth and change in such a short time definitely i mean i'm a big proponent in you know learning and education so i mean you know even though i'm very early you could still say early on in my business i mean i'm still very young you know just about to hit 4 years um even though my results maybe don't look young but it is a very young business but um I think that investing in mentorship and coaching and education, like those were the things that really have allowed me to um, push myself, expand myself and be in rooms of people or have a community of people who also are wanting to evolve and change. And even if it wasn't right physically where I am, I was able to really leverage that digital space to invest in myself and show up for myself and believe in myself. Um, even when I didn't know how it was going to work. And that was definitely, um, you know, a big thing. And I think my mom always taught me that growing up, like, you know, always invest in your education. And that's, you know, I I really believe in that. And even if you don't have money, maybe to invest in something high level, you, you know, we've all started somewhere. You can always start with a book. You can always start with a free Facebook group. There's chat rooms now. I mean, it's, you know, but I think really having that payment to someone over a period of time, um, can really support you. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that. I love that outlook, especially just, you know, starting and rather than wait till you get to a certain stage before you start. So how do you mention, you mentioned mentors, how do you choose the people uh, that you go to for mentorship? Yeah, I think you kind of choose each other. I mean, I've invested, you know, over six figures in mentorship and coaching. So, I mean, it's, I feel like for me, you know, I'm not someone who really dilly dallies. I don't, I don't have a lot of conversation of like, do I want this or do I not want this? Like either I see something, I've listened to something, I really like them. And, you know, the biggest way for you to become 
who you want to be is to get around people who are living the life you want to have. And I think I've always done that. And so if I see someone or I'm listening to someone and they have, I like what they're sharing, I want to get around them so that I can start to not just listen, but embody what they say. Like it's part of who I am. It's like a beingness because obviously I'm drawn to them because there's something they have that I have not yet activated within me. I have not yet owned my personal power to be where they are. And so you want to get, you know, as close as you can to those people and, and then, you know, allow their brain, their life to, to come into you, your experience. And, and it naturally becomes a way that you think and breathe and, and, and do things. And that's the power of it is these people who are, who have created a lot of success and they give you access to them. And, you know, I've always been able to say like, yes, this is someone I want or not someone I want. And I just take action. You know, like there's people right now I could say, there's probably two, two mentors. That I say, I listen to their things for free. I know that I, I don't, I, at this point in my life, I'm not seeking exactly what they have, but I'm like, I can see in five years or six years already where my business is going it, that they're going to be exactly what I need. Mm. So I can already kind of pinpoint things of where I want my life to go and when it would uh, be a space for where I'm growing and evolving. So, um, yeah, I th- I think it's intuitive. I think, I think, you know, who do you listen to? Who do you want to be around? Who inspires you? And, you know, from that, you kind of go into that, that place. Mm. Yeah. You mentioned something about knowing, okay, I might not need what they have now, but five, six years down the road, I might need them. So do you do that often where you sit down and kind of map out the next couple of years? And if you do, what's your process for that? I definitely don't map out the next couple. I mean, yes, I have goals of like, okay, here, I knew I wanted to get my PhD, right? So my first year in business, I knew after four months in business, I had my first $10,000 a month. And I was like, wow, this is so easy. Like I had no idea people made this much money at such a, yeah, that was mind blowing to me. And so I was like, there has to be more I can do with this. And I knew I wanted to get my PhD, but I wasn't exactly sure in what yet. I didn't have that clarity. I said, well, let me go get my master's and let's see what I really like from there. So I got my master's in global technology and de- development. And then um, I really had to debate if I wanted to do more of a quantitative or a qualitative PhD program. And I was really looking at my content, what was already there. And obviously I was looking at what rooms do I want to be in? What conversations do I want to be having in the future? And so I, I can't tell you where that room is, what that looks like, but obviously like I, I, yes, I thought about that. And then that's what made me go, okay, this was the right PhD program. Mm. Um like, you know, I do have, like, I would say mapping out, I have like, you know, 12 months, like right now we're processing, like are confirming the next year, 2022 of like all the new things that I'll be launching my programs that are in the past that I'll be relaunching. Like we have like that timeline, but I always leave a lot of room for creativity because I'm a highly creative person. Mm. So I always make sure my schedule is never too packed where it doesn't leave me the opportunity to create something right here in the present moment. Um, so I think that's kind of the dance between, you know, planning and living because, you know, if I, if I was to plan my life from when I started my business, you know, there's no way I would have lived in two countries or Mm. the U S two countries. You know, I, I couldn't have wrote like masters, PhD, three books, 20 programs. Like I didn't even know these things existed, like five (laughs) products, like physical products, like shipping, um, UPS shipping, learning about team members. Like these are just not things that I even like 
cognitively would think about when you're like, mm. I just want to change the world with love. <laughs> like that's not, those are not, you know, you can't even write a five-year plan in that, you know? Um, yeah. So I think it's, I, I think it's maybe a little bit of both, but I don't think you want to be so strict on this is what it's going to look like that mm. you, you don't leave room for magic. Okay. Give me a second. I'll be right back. All right. There was some of my dough just bouncing, just banging away. Okay, got it. Ah, yeah. So you're right. I mean, you kind of have to leave that space. And you mentioned about being creative. Yeah. Let's talk about the courses, right? There's a page you have these courses and like ha, there's so <clears throat> there's a lot of the courses i think you mentioned like 20 or so what is the process of creating each one and when do you know it's ready for you to share with the world yeah well i actually have a course that it's for my digital agency so we actually help you create an online course and i teach you that so i that's a pretty um, big process. So I definitely recommend if that's something someone wants, definitely reach out and I'm happy to have a conversation with you how we can support that. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, everyone has something to teach. Everyone has something to share. I think that um, you, you go through things in your life as we all do and you solve your own problems like we all do. And mm -hmm. there has to be a point when you think, you know, there's just more to this life than me solving my problems. What if, this thing I do that people already comment on in your life. People already comment this, like, like whatever that area is for you, like you should do this. Or you, like, it's a consistent theme that your friends say, you know, that you, you want to begin thinking, what if I could help more people with this? What if there was something more to this? And you just begin to listen to that little voice and that little like nod. And, and eventually you take action and you know, I don't think as an artist or a creative, anything's ever complete, right? I mean, I've written three books. You know, my fourth book's going out next year. We have a poetry book in the making. Oh, wow. I don't think something's ever complete, but I think you just, you have a knowing when something's ready to be put in the world, and then you can always upgrade and expand it. Mm, mm. A poetry book. Okay, I'm really keen about that. Any idea when that's coming out? It'll be next year, probably later next year, like quarter three. Oh, oh, oh man, you're gonna make us wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so with the course, I, I love your approach and I love how simple you make it for people to, you know, so wh whatever I guess stage of a person's life they might be, there's something there for them. Um, and it goes from love to like how to run your business or how to like set up your agency. But one that I really love is the, you know, over <laughs> how to overcome heartbreak, you know, and attracting love. And cause like friends and people that know me know like I'm a fan of love. So I'm, I'm curious why you decided to do that co course and like how, uh, what the feedback you've gotten from some of your, uh, from the students of that course? Yeah. So I have two courses that are really on um, love. One is called How to Overcome Heartbreak and Attract Love. And that really goes with my third book, Uncompromised Life. 
And then I have a course specifically for men that's how to make the awakened woman crave you. And so (laughs) um, I've had a lot of people go through both of them and um, they're great. I mean, men love that course. I think we've almost had 75 men go through that course and every single man is like, holy shit. I'm sorry. Like, I wish I would have known this earlier. Like, why did I not know this? Like, yep. and I was like, like, I just give away all the secrets <clears throat> to like, in a way I have a, I have a 60% client, um, base of men. So a lot of the questions I get, it's like, how do I find a woman like you? And I was like, that's it. I'm doing a course basically to get the secrets. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that one's really great. And that's kind of what inspired that workshop is because I just had so many men asking and I was like, okay, I'm going to make it for you. And I did that. And, um, that's just such a fun course. It's such a fun workshop. Um, and it's like three, three, two or three parts to it. Um, and then the other one, yeah, my book, uh, my third book, An Uncompromised Life, Overcome Heartbreak and Trauma, Experience the Unexplainable and Truly Fall in Love. And um, I, uh, you know, I I had a really deep, oh, it's a deep, energetic, emotional, spiritual relationship. And it was many lifetimes that this man and I have been together. It was very cosmic relationship as well as very human. Like it was... Um, yeah. And it was one of those things that was, you know, unhealthy. I was a codependent. He was a narcissist or we, you know, we uh, co-created that at the same time. And, yeah. um, you know, and no one's worse or better and narcissist or codependent. You guys we're on the same psychological line. So it's mm. not like there's, you know, we do it and we do the same thing in different ways. But, um, I, yeah, I ended up becoming pregnant, which was such a gift. And I, um, you know, beat my long-term cancer diagnosis with that experience. But I, you know, chose to, um, let the child go within six days of knowing, or after my first six, first missed period. Um, and, um, it was a really traumatizing experience. And wow. so I had to really look at myself of how did this happen? And, um, you know, I had to look at betrayal and the betrayal of self and the compromising of oneself. And mm. that's really what that workshop is, is how do we begin to take responsibility and take our power back to overcome the heartbreak that we've experienced, that we can actually be in a state that allows us to be in a state of attraction of what we truly want and what we truly desire. Mm. Um, so that's been a great experience. A lot of people, men and women have taken that too, but, um, they've gotten great dates and they're like, Oh my God, I totally see what you're saying. Like how much time I was wasting in this. So yeah, they're both a little bit different. Obviously one's just for men, but, um, Mm. those are two really great experiences that I love, um, talking about and supporting people with. Yeah. And that's another thing I find about your courses. It's like you experience this thing and you're like, there's gotta be at least one person that has something similar and and like rather than the person to go and make all these mistakes i made here is kind of my template and here's what i did and here's what worked and here's what didn't work but on the other hand it's like really really personal like how 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 do you get so comfortable with being so vulnerable you know what i mean yeah i maybe it's because of you know cancer i don't know but i I, you know, I was bullied a lot when I was growing up. So I wasn't always that way. You know, I think New Zealand did a lot for me and, you know, investing in coaching and mentorship. I really changed my mindset on a lot of things. You know, I think a lot of us go through life with a closed heart or we think like if we're just closed or we do this, like, um, we're going to be safe. We're going to be protected. But Mm. again, 
the only way for magic and beauty and true luxury and true success to show up in your life is to live with your heart open. And that's, you know, my first book, step number one, become open. Like you have to, you know, I suffered for nine years of really living with a closed heart, living kind of non-emotionally or either emotionally chaotic. Like it was Mm. like, it was like a switch of either no emotion or chaos emotion, like just flooding out from all of this closeness that would just, Mm. you know, um, And I, you know, there is pain on the way or, you know, you do experience heartbreaks and, you know, in many areas from team members to business to friendships, but, um, you know, you, you begin to walk with it in a greater mindset and a greater, um, experience more of, you know, if this is occurring, what's really the lesson here or what's really the message here or what's really the um, experience for growth here. Mm. And you, you don't take it as this, um, heart wrenching. Oh my God, the betrayal. You don't really take it as that anymore. You kind of just have this trust that you are walking your life journey and someone else is walking their life journey. And for whatever reason, there was an experience where probably both people, you know, I don't ever think one person heart breaks, both people experience pain and like I said, with a job or with a, you know, a boss and a, um, employee, team member, clients, whatever that, I mean, relationships, parents, um, children, I've seen it all. Like, you know, there's not everyone. And I don't think that it's one-sided. And so when you're walking this path, you can begin to see it from a greater lens, which, Mm. um, I think it just provides you peace. I think it provides you a better, um, experience to wellness than suffering. Wow. Wow. Um, every time I'm on your page or I read one of your blog, there's, there's almost always a piece of like, you know, wisdom I drag and like I'm always taking notes. And now I'm going to go and listen and watch this episode again because like there are so many things I want to take notes of but I can't in the moment. Um, uh, let's talk about teens, right? Uh, the... You started this thing and you built it bit by bit. Um, it must have gone to a space where you know, okay, sure, you could do all the things you needed to do to an, uh, to a point, but you must have felt, okay, well, it's time to bring in people to help you do things. I'm not sure how large your team is now, but what are some rules or some um, things that you consider with everybody you bring into your team? And how do you know when it's like, okay, it's time for you to bring X person versus Y person? Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of different for every single one, but I think you definitely have to look at what do you enjoy? Like what parts of your life do you enjoy doing? For me, that's writing. For me, I love talking to clients. Like I could sit in my email all day and reply to clients like my boxer, like literally I could do that. That and writing would be like great. Um, things that I was doing, but I don't necessarily like is like, the design for my new programs, like the design for like, we're redoing all the design for the programs right now on my website. Like we just hired a designer for that. And we have a designer that's doing this stuff for all my social media posting. We had it. I didn't like scheduling my social media, but it had to be posted. So we hired like a VA that's scheduling. Um, it got to a point with like mundane things of like the memberships or backends, like support. I needed a support email. So it wasn't me answering random questions, but like questions that people really needed, like, you know, wisdom or support and solutions to. Um, so you kind of just begin looking like, oh, what am I doing? That's just dragging my soul and not giving me energy. And then you just mm-hmm. begin to simply 
you know, build a team from that. And I think the number one thing you always want to look for in a team member is um, they may not have the skill set, but do they really believe in what you're doing? And do they have a good attitude? And are they willing to learn? Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Okay. And um, so good attitude, are you willing to learn? And and do they believe in what you're doing? Like it'd be oh. very hard for someone to be on your team if they don't really believe and they just are just disconnected from what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I like that. So basically start with, I like doing this thing. I'd really love doing this versus, oh yeah, I can do this, but I'd rather not do it. And then you hire for that. Um, and do you... I guess I'm not sure if you've had to deal with this, but you know, you hired someone, great intentions, great fit, but for one reason or the other, it just didn't work out the way you wanted to. How do you handle letting go of a team member? Yeah. So I've had two team members that it went really seamlessly. Like it really was just one was, I mean, one, it was just, I didn't, they, where they wanted to go. I just didn't have that opportunity within my company at that. I mean, yeah. And I don't know if I would have, like, it just was like what their desires were and goals were like, I just don't think that was really like a match anymore, but we had a great, like two year, two and a half years, Hmm. uh, which was amazing. Um, and the other one, yeah, it was just time. Like it wasn't working. Um, I've only had two that went really badly. Hmm. Um, and again, it was like their bad attitude. Like it's like in that way, it was just like, you're trying to talk to someone who just doesn't see. And at that Mm. point, like there's just not really anything. Um, but only, yeah, those two kind of ended badly, but you know, that's, that really speaks to them the way that they reacted. Um, and you can't claim that you do something or that you know something and you don't know how to do it. That's the Mm. other thing. Just be honest. If you do not know how to do something say you do not know, don't try and say, I'm an expert in XYZ. And if you don't know, like don't consult someone's business, that's their business. It's not like this is a hobby. Like it's a business that, um, you don't know anything about, like, Mm. just be honest. And either you guys learn it together or, you know, whatever it is. I think that's the biggest thing for sure. Mm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people take the whole fake it till you make it thing to heart. And, and, and personally I, I get it, but, I think there's some things you shouldn't fake, right? Like you can't go to a doc to like a, an operating table and like fake that you're a doctor, you know? So it it, it should be things like that. And and if you're not ready to own, take the responsibility, then maybe don't pretend like you know how to do something you can't. So yeah, no, I completely, exactly. and completely I- understand that. I think the biggest thing of what you just said too, there's actually a really good article on this that I, a mentor of mine sent me. And it was saying, you know, if there's someone dying in the street, right? And some guy comes up and is like, oh my God, I can help and I can do it. And they're like, are you a medic? Do you have anything in there? And they're like, no, but I'm so nice and I know how to do it. And it's like, great, you're nice, but this guy needs medical attention. Like if that's not your thing, I'm happy you can have all these sympathy, nice, great salesmen. You are not qualified. Like yep, that is just yep, period, exactly. you know? And I think we get so afraid sometimes yeah. that well, I shouldn't even say afraid. Like it's just think about who you want to be. If you want to be someone, then go show the work that this is what I have or what I've done. You know, I started with one book, one Mm. course. Like I, I did a beta group even to do the first thing to get my testimonials. Like I did it for free, you know, and that was such a great learning experience for Mm -hmm. me. Um, but 
I had a sales background. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. You should really look at what are you doing? What have you achieved that you're proud of that's going to really push you in the next level? If you don't have anything, LinkedIn has free courses. Harvard just took a bunch of free courses. Like, go do something to say, I am this approved under whatever thing. Mm. That's only going to and you don't need a certification. It's not that you need it. Like if you have, if you have a $10,000 a month, great that you don't, it's not like you need certification, but you did something to get there. Like whether it was whatever and and your results kind of speak for that. And I think, yeah, that's a really big thing because you can't just be like nice and beautiful and funny. Like these are great, but this is not going to get a job done. Mm, exactly. Yeah, no, completely, completely agree. Um, this is, I mean, like you said, it's a business. So one thing about business is, you know, you got to get your sales. Um, if you're not selling, the business is really dying. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the courses you have that really stood up for me is like changing your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. What is like the, just a quick cliff note of what that workshop is, uh, what that course is about and what people can learn from that course. Yeah. So that was a really powerful course. And I actually am doing a live course right now. It's how to become a master at the digital sales process. And so that's going to be up on the website, but it was run live through my social media. We just had week three, which was like learning your unique sales process. Like, and I share all the ways I've sold online and like how to find it. But anyway, change your relationship with money came to me because it was my first year in business. And then 2019 comes and they're like, your taxes. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like I was like, don't you just get a W two? Like I had no idea that as when you're not a with a corporation that and then I was traveling the world. I'm like, but I don't have an address in any state. Like I was like, I was just so genuinely confused mm. of like I had no idea I had to register a business. I had no idea what state to register my business in because I was like not even in the U.S. Mm. Um, so I think I got like a P.O. box in Florida or something. And I Boy. I used a friend's address, I think, in Florida. And I filed my 2018 taxes in Florida. And then I moved to California. Wow. I moved it to California. But it was... Um, it was a mess. So basically I was like, okay, Ev, I'm going through this and I'm learning all this about taxes. Surely there's more people who don't know this and need to change their relationship with money. Mm. And so that was when I really started to get a better handle on like my relationship with money instead of like, yay, I'm just making money and it's coming in, <laughs> but I have no idea what to do. So I really go in like, how do you get to that space of yay with money and like excitement with money? And then also when there's like headaches of like, you know, I talk about debt in there if you if you've been in debt or how to think about debt or um I talk about spending, investing, um, passive income, active income, like how to really make your relationship with money just feel so fun and so good. And like you can laugh at some of the mistakes that I've done. So it's a really good course just for anyone wanting to have a better relationship with their, you know, finances. Yeah, I know. And I think just with the last couple of months we've had um that's one of the courses um actually looking at myself because like um COVID changed just a lot of things and there were things that you were kind of sure of happening that COVID just took away mm-hmm. and a lot of people had to pivot you know or change things in their business but your business was already built for what the world is right now like everything is online I don't want to say, did you see this coming? But like, what? <laughs> I guess like you didn't have to do any transition that most people did, but are you going to do kind of like, 
I guess a course that people that haven't really done this whole digital online thing can like, I guess, pivot their business or how they do things and then align it with, I mean, how the world is looking now. Yeah. So, I mean, my, I have the Imagine Agency, which is, you know, how do you create a course in 90 days or how do you really bring your business online in 90 days? Either of those, but that's really that container for that. So I have, oh, we have five or six people now. We just started that last month was the first month and we already have five or six people and it's exciting. We have two web pages that are up three, three web pages that are up one that she's like waiting on the sale. We have a training program that's being built. Like it's really exciting. Like the things that we're doing. Um, and then I think, you know, if you, I mean, a couple ways, right. I mean, I don't know about overdo a course on a full transition like that. Cause that's very intimate. Mm. Um, you know, that's really what I do with my private clients. So if someone wants to do that, I would highly recommend becoming like reaching out and becoming like, Hey, I want to become a private client. I want to learn from you. How do you do this digital stuff? I need support in it. Um, or, you know, I have four, ret- three retreats right now. I think we're going to do a fourth. I just said it, but anyway, four retreats right now that, um, we're going to be doing next year. And the first one's in January. Um, I have one that's going to be in August. I have one that's going to be in May and I have one that's going to be in October. And so would it be online or in person? They're in person. Okay. So that would be another way that I really recommend like getting around me those, those retreats, those days, because I keep them really small and intimate. I don't, I'm not someone who has like big, uh, like, 50 person rooms. It's just not me. I was like very intimate settings to really know who I'm speaking with. Um, mm-hmm. so at that time, it's really cool. Cause I share with you everything. We also make sure everyone walks away. And I'm saying we, as my team, we make sure everyone walks away with, you know, a outlined action of what they're going to do, what needs to happen. I take you behind the scenes of exactly how I've built things. If you're mm-hmm. in the agency or you want to go into the agency or that, I give you all of my frameworks. Like I literally copy and paste you what I've done and give you the things, you know, I've paid over a hundred thousands of dollars for to get, mm. and I do it. We can get you your own branding, your own logo. Um, we set everything up. Like it's really such an amazing experience. So that's something we already do. Right. But I wouldn't have it be like a self-study course. Um, uh. just because it's, you know, a self-study course, like each of those courses that we just kind of talked about, I run them live throughout the year. Like the Change Your Relationship with Money course, I run it live once a year. But other than that, like you can really go through that course and you can get so much out of it. That's like a very like practical, you know, here's some mindset things. Here's like things you need to think about or things you need to do. Mm. When you're talking about taking a business, a brick and mortar business, and you're putting online, that is such an intimate personal experience. You can't, you can't capture that in an, in an online course that would really get people results because there's, there's too many customizations in that based on everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it has to be unique to the business. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's through the Imagine Agency where we offer that through the 90 days or becoming a private one-on-one client. Wow. Man, Colleen, it's, it's always great talking to you. And I, I love that you're taking all these experiences you've had and sharing it with the world. Um, usually the end of the year, beginning of the year, people kind of like plan for it. You've had your plan set in place, but I want to let you go with this one question. What is, I guess, one thing or one tip you can give for, for people to, uh, what type of mindset would you advise people to get coming into the start of a new year? Well, I can tell you what mine is. I can't tell you what, what people should do, but I always like, I'm not a big new year's 
goal person, but I always mm-hmm. like every year I like to have one word that I focus on. Ah. This year, my my word was intention. I really wanted to put focus into everything I was doing where it felt like I wasn't just rushing through a task list, but it mm. was like intentionally really done. And you could tell I was there. I was present. I gave what I could give like mm-hmm. the most of me wherever I was. And so that was this year. And I, I really enjoyed it. There's definitely some parts, you know, I fell short. Um, I definitely still want to align a little bit more to presence and slowing everything down because I'm so creative and ideas slow fast. But I think really having a more, you know, the team that I'm growing is going to support that. Mm. Um, and then I think, you know, for 2022, my word is peace. It's like, if it oh. doesn't feel at peace, if something is not peaceful, if a team member is not peaceful, if a client's not peaceful, if something doesn't feel peaceful, I just don't want it in my life. I don't want room for it. I don't want it. If I, something that I'm creating doesn't feel peaceful, it's like, oh, this is hard and frustrating. I'm just not going to do it. And that's really my word for next year. So, um, I can't tell you, you know, what I would suggest because everyone, like I said, it's their own, you're on your own journey, but I think, Mm. um, you know, take action on what you love, take action on making things that you're proud of and, and, you know, see it through. I think that's the biggest thing. Like stop waiting and, you know, do it. Wow. Stop waiting and do it. Colleen, thank you so much for sharing and uh, thanks for the amazing things you're doing. Um, Where can people find out about the retreats when it's ready? Yeah. So my, I don't have my website. I'm doing an email about it, but if you, you'll go on my website and see it, um, there'll be like upcoming events and you can see them. Um, And then if not make sure you're on my email list because my retreats are kind of like, I, it's normally like people that are already in the community that know about it. I'm not a big, how do I say this? Maybe I leave money on the table that way, but I, um, yeah, I think the best way to get around to what I'm doing is just to get in something, get in my vibe, reach out to me. And the more that you do that, the more opportunities you'll just see that there is, because there's a lot that I do that I don't post publicly, but if you're Mm. in the community active, you'll get, you'll hear more about the opportunities and see it. Um, but they will be on the website. But if you want to go to retreat, just message me retreat and I'll send you the details or email me or whatever. Okay. Um, and I think, yeah, but the best way is like follow me on Facebook or Instagram, the Colleen Gallagher and get on my email list. And that, that's the best way. And uh, you, they can get your email list from the website, right? Mm-hmm. Get on them from the website. Okay. Wow. Colleen, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, thanks so much for coming to the sanctuary today. Thank you for having me, Israel. I'm grateful to be in the sanctuary and excited to share it too.